0: hello
1: i'm kendra and i'm august and welcome to book dumb the bookcast brought to you by a couple of dummies this
0: week we're going to be talking about our favorite subject Ourselves, us, yay! (laughs) We just wanted to give you like a little bit of an idea of who we are, what this podcast is about, just some background information on our academic history, and also just the books that we, in general, love to read. Yeah. So uh, Kendra, do you have you ever been to school? Do you know
1: how to read? (laughs) Contrary to popular belief, I do know how to read. Wow. (laughs) Barely, just barely. So like August, I have a BA in English Education and an MA in literary studies. Our degrees are a little different, but essentially the same because I went to the UK to to do mine. My focus is
0: on early modern English literature. Which is my personal nightmare. What's early modern lit, Kendra? I know, I think a lot
1: of people are like, early modern? You mean like early modern 20th century? No, that's August. Um, And so early modern is really 17th, sometimes the 16th century up into the 18th century. My main focus was only Shakespeare, Milton, Marlowe, all those fun guys. Sometimes Spencer dived into,
0: and I also did a little bit of medieval literature. (laughs) My absolute nightmare. I think a lot of people's, it's okay. Just thinking about Spencer's The Fairy Queen and having to read sections of that in school. My biggest nightmare. If I never have to again, that'd be great. That's, I
1: think, a pretty fair assumption. Um, I don't love The Fairy Queen, but it was just like such a rich text, so I I had to use it for my dissertation. Mm -hmm.
0: I mean, that's okay. You do you do what you like. I just uh, don't vibe with it.
1: I know, and (laughs) I know, August, you're the exact opposite of all my interests. So, what
0: what did you study in school? Okay, so as you have already mentioned, I got my BA in English education. That's where we met and became friends in a course on literature and adolescent reader. Yeah. Which is super fun. Um, and then I have my MA in English literature, which I did not get in the UK. I got in the United States. <laughs> um, just because I have to do everything differently than Kendra does it because I can't like anything that she likes. Um, but I really enjoy Victorian and modernist literature. So any books from like 1850 to 1930. I did my master's thesis on James Joyce's Ulysses because I'm a pretentious asshole and I hate myself, (laughs) but um, I did it through intersectional feminist analysis, uh, particularly focusing on Molly Bloom, who is the wife of Leopold Bloom, and she concludes the narrative. I think she's a really special person, and I like her a lot, and I enjoy approaching literature from these time periods considering... Um, different social factors and just factors of life, and how they influence and impact individual characters. So, thinking about race, class, gender expression, sexual orientation, and sexual expression, stuff like that, when mm-hmm. reading works from these periods, I really
1: enjoy it. Fascinating. and I guess we do have a common thread of like historicism because yeah. that's also I the reason I love those older texts is because I just love kind of getting the spirit of a culture just Mm -hmm. through a piece of literature and i know there are a lot of academics who are like you can't do that i disagree i'm a historicist so big fans of new historicism Mm -hmm. in this podcast (laughs) yeah i just love that like the way literature mediates like the cultural psyche of its time
0: Mm -hmm. oh definitely it's very cool okay so at least we found some common ground because otherwise really dislike you man I know and just to give an example what do you like to read in your day-to-day life in my day-to-day um, I love a southern Gothic I love American Gothic I'll go off on it way too many times on this podcast Kendra is rubbing her eyes in anger right now because she can't stand it you do not like American Gothic or Southern Gothic really at all right
1: I don't I, I I'm sorry I want to actually I don't I, that's not true I don't <laughs> no, want no to, to. <laughs> yeah. I I just it's like It's just really hard for me to get through a Southern Gothic.
0: And that's okay. Everyone likes different things. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I like reading Southern Gothic's detective narratives. Um, We're both massive fans of Gillian Flynn. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of some other books that I've read recently. Really character-driven narratives. So like ones that come to mind are like A Little Life, which is the biggest book in the world right now, it seems, or has been for a couple of years, too. Um, And just really ones that like really evaluate identity and one's individual experience with the world that they're living in Um, I love approaching things as we've already talked about like looking at history and looking at culture so really anything that gives me the opportunity to do such Mm. yeah what books do you like just trash
1: ha 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 ha. no that's (laughs) you um so actually sometimes I do Quite enjoy trash, Um, but I would say my like general reading interests are really all over the map. I pick up a lot of literary fiction, a lot of like mystery thrillers. I do have a guilty pleasure for young adult fantasy. Not so guilty. I really enjoy it. I just don't read it as much as I used to. I would say not guilty at all. Especially like now, it seems like
0: you're a lot more proud of it. I am.
1: Yeah, I think. Like, we should definitely do an episode of just, like, literary stigmas, mm-hmm. because I definitely let the stigma associated with young adult fantasy keep me from reading it, and it's the genre that got me into reading.
0: Well, I'm glad that you're not kept away from it anymore. That no. Like, is gone. I feel like I had a similar relationship with memoirs and literature. What? Really? Yeah, because, well, I don't know, like, some of the memoirs that I've read, like, I mean, I feel like Patti Smith's Just Kids should be taken as canon and should be taken very seriously, and it is. But you know like you're when you're reading there's like this whole idea especially in literary studies of separating the art from the actual author mm. and so like at least in my experience in grad school we spent very little time talking about individual authors and their experience um, and how maybe that experience influenced their own writing which is something that I'm very very interested in and so that's why I like memoirs so much yeah so it just seems like oh I shouldn't be focusing on how the life they actually lived I should be focusing on the works that they've written you know I d- yeah I get that
1: Totally get that. I also love memoirs and nonfiction.
0: Woohoo! More common ground. I know.
1: Maybe we should like focus on the common ground, but we can't do that because all of our loves are so um,
0: separate. The day that I get you to like Cormac McCarthy will be the day that I held The hell this is over. Happy. <laughs> I just personally do not understand how you read Blood Meridian and didn't like it. And that's okay, the fact that you didn't like it. But I love that book so much. And it's just like, you know, it's kind of charring when you really love a narrative. And someone has the complete opposite reaction to it. But one day we'll get there. One, one day, day. One day you'll develop some tastes. Uh, probably not,
1: honestly. Yeah. I mean, it's an uphill battle. <laughs> Me, the academic with an early modern
0: <laughs> literature degree. Yeah. But I mean, <sighs> we both like detectives. We both like memoirs. Feel like we both really like some dark shit mm-hmm. the sadder the better I, At think least. So.
1: I mean you like it i like being sad to a degree i mean actually i was about to be like you like it more than i do but then i just remember my entire dissertation is on sadness mm-hmm. it's on literary
0: sadness and so we're just into very different depictions of sadness like my sad books are like a little life the devil all the time and No Country for Old Men, if Beale Street could talk like that. And your sad books are like. Satan, Paradise Lost. Yeah. Oh, son, to tell thee how I I hate thy
1: beams. I just, I love Satan from Paradise Lost so much. He is a gem. I'll give him that. He just, I love him so much. And I wrote a whole, I basically wrote 60 pages on how much I just fucking love him (laughs) because I just (laughs) could not get over him.
0: You love the devil and I love Molly Bloom same Nothing, thing right? that's what our thesis is hey <laughs> just kidding she's an angel I she is know.
1: so like the structure of this podcast is going to be a lot like this where we'll have a theme for an episode um sometimes it will be like our favorite books of 2020 which you'll get soon or the biggest disappointments of 2020 other than the pandemic i mean (laughs) book-wise or
0: just you know personal everything (laughs) happening within the united states yeah Uh,
1: depending on what the theme is um we will have either spoiler or non-spoiler episodes but we promise 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 if there are going to be spoilers we'll be very clear about that yeah
0: and usually if it's a i could pretty much say always if it's an episode on an individual book it's going to be filled with spoilers because we have no self-control and we can't contain ourselves. Well, totally. And then, like You
1: can't talk about a book for an hour and not really get into the nitty-gritty details. That's very true.
0: I mean, we could try, but it wouldn't be very enjoyable for us or the listener. Definitely not. Okay, so we'll be getting into individual topics, maybe doing some list episodes. So for more on our reading history, I know that we've talked about narratives that we really enjoy and ones that we gravitate towards. Um, Going into this, are there any genres or movements that you're just like, hard stop, no thank you, I will not read that. Or typically will not read that.
1: Southern Gothic narratives. I don't understand! (sighs) Yeah, that's my least favorite, to be honest. No, that's not true. That's not true. I'm a backup. Southern Gothic, I really don't enjoy. I respect it though, if that makes sense. Like mm-hmm. I look up Blood Meridian, having finished it, having hated it, I'm like, that guy can write. Like that's I get that. But it just is not a fun experience for me. Another genre I never pick up, and this is like no shade to the genre at all, is just romance. Oh ditto. Um, I try, like there was a few books this year I did try to get into because I saw like all the hype and I'm like, you know, I want to branch out and I wanna get over these stigmas in the community that really just are stupid. And I think my issue, I, I don't know, really know, because I have read some romances I do like, um, but usually that's because the romance is really, I almost said like a minor part, but not like a minor part, but like there are other themes and other like developments in the characters. It's not the
0: center of the narrative. Totally. Like
1: I'm thinking of Call Me By Your Name, Mm -hmm. which is I think categorized as a romance, but I don't know. I don't see it as that.
0: I would say I'm definitely in the same boat. When I was trying to think of genres that I don't like, I immediately went to romance fiction because I think of like books on my grandma's shelf growing up and seeing those and just not being interested not because i had any stigma against it but just because i'm not typically i'm not super into romantic narratives i'm not super into romantic films Mm -hmm. it's not something that i really take a lot of joy from i feel like emo kids still strong within me very much into being sad constantly but books that have romance in them like Uh, price of salt is one of my all-time favorite books Mm -hmm. i love patricia highsmith and i feel like a lot of people would um, classify that as a romance but yeah same as you just not typically my thing nothing against it it just doesn't vibe with me the same way southern gothic does
1: although it is a genre like i want to read more because i know so much of like my issue with it is probably because of stigmas or because of like weird associations i have with it Mm -hmm. that being said i probably won't pick up like a diane steel novel
0: yeah, I didn't read any romance books this year or books that I would classify as romance. Mm-hmm. And you also don't like fantasy, right? It's not. Yeah, I'm not super into fantasy, which is interesting because um, that's the genre that got me into reading, like reading Pendragon and Aragon and Harry Potter um, when I was younger. Like That really is what got me into wanting to study literature. Sadly, because J.K. Rowling is a piece of trash... But not sadly, because I love Harry Potter genuinely, like, got me into studying classics mm-hmm. and everything as well. I don't think I would have been a literature major if it wasn't for those books read early in my life. Mm-hmm. But it's just not something that I read now. Like I read all the Game of Thrones books and stopped when pretty much before I started my MA. So it's been a couple of years since I've read any fantasy. I would like to get back into it. I'd like to give it another shot since it was so formative. But yeah, it's just, I don't go into our local bookstore and I don't go to the fantasy section. It's just not something that I gravitate towards at all. That makes sense. Yeah. I
1: think it's hard too with like genre fiction. I think as people who are very like literary based and like so as people who would probably identify themselves as academics or at least like intellectuals (laughs) dumb intellectuals i could say at least well dumb for you um is
0: (laughs) god damn just kidding you're gonna notice we're so mean to each other we're mean to each other but we genuinely love each other a lot well we just express it through hate because we don't know how else to express gratitude and healthy yeah (laughs) Maybe we'll learn a healthy emotional skills. Probably not in twenty twenty one. Probably not.
1: No, spoiler.
0: We don't. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> anyway, um, I think we we both feel this overwhelming pressure to like get through the classics and get through like the up and coming literary fiction of like the new year. And yeah. so, like the genres we might love. I mean, I know fantasy is not one, but for me, fantasy kind of gets pushed to the bottom of the stack each time mm-hmm. because I'm like, well. That will always be there. Yeah, but it's such a comfort read for me personally to pick up, like fantasy or some like a mystery thriller that, in the genre area, um, because it just is such ideal escapism, mm-hmm. and it's just there's nothing like getting swept up in a, a completely different world or getting terrified <laughs> completely.
0: I just I don't know I totally agree with what you're saying about like kind of the pressure to read these big name books like these big canonical mountains that we have, feel like we have to climb because of our history with academia. Um, and I definitely still feel like that's the case. And that's something that I want to actively work against. Of course, I still want to read books from the past from eras that I am genuinely interested in and find a lot of pleasure in reading about. So I'm going to continue to read George Eliot and James Joyce and everybody. When you get really into a genre, I know you've had the same experience. Like when we both got really into detective fiction and like reading Gillian Flynn, like we read her books very quickly and we read books like that very quickly because we were interested in it. So I think going through like phases of, literature as well Mm -hmm. and acknowledging those phases is really important totally but yeah I probably won't be reading many romances for this podcast unless people really want me to which I'll do it I'm would love to give them a chance I just from my own personal experience haven't vibed with them super well
1: how fun would it be to buy one of those like five sent like really smutty books Mm -hmm. at the used bookstore Mm -hmm. and just have a whole episode so
0: my friends and i when we were in high school we did that and we got one with a cowboy on the cover and we all got matching ones and we wanted it to be very smutty we Mm -hmm. were ready for graphic full penetration we wanted it and it was the most bland vanilla book i don't think i don't think they even fucked and that was a disappointment to me. Wow. But you know what? Now I read Smut by D.H. Uh, Lawrence. And that's also <laughs> problematic, but Smut that I like. But the Smut gets. <laughs> yeah. And there's full penetration in
1: that, so. Oh my God. Get what I want. That surprises me. For... Actually, that does not surprise me from Lawrence. Yeah.
0: Lady Chatterley's Lover was banned for a really long time.
1: Mm-hmm. Unless it's in high demand, probably won't be doing a romance episode.
0: I don't know. It might be fun to like make ourselves... Read yeah. it and read, talk about it. Yeah, read books from genres that we're not super knowledgeable in or interested in. Mm-hmm. It'd be fun. And it could expand our reading interests. You never know. Yeah. Like, I know uh, you loved The Hating Game this year, right? Is love a strong word? I liked it.
1: I liked it. Okay. I wouldn't say love. I think I gave it three. Okay. Which, to me, for a romance... That's big. That's why I thought love. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because yeah, I think every romance I've ever read has been, like, a one, if mm-hmm. that. Like, I made myself read another romance this year, and I probably would not have even given it one.
0: Huh. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Well, I'm excited to um, dig deeply into specific books and specific genres and movements, things that we're interested in, things that you are interested in. Really, anything that anyone would want us to talk about, I'm just happy to talk on and on and on and
1: on. Yeah, and so a lot of it will, like I said, be structured probably more informally as talking about it, giving summaries, our in- insights, how we felt about it, but we'll try to bring some technical analysis into it, too. Mm-hmm. Um, like we said, we have like an academic background. We both work in education right now, yeah. um, so we love talking about this stuff, and we could do it for mm-hmm. hours, and that's why we made a podcast.
0: Yep, we've been doing it for years, and now neither of us are in school, so we're just finding a way to continue.
1: Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs>
0: okay so um this is the end of our intro to us uh we have another episode out right now currently which is our current top five books of all time um this list is subject to change we recorded this a little while ago and i'm sure our picks have already changed
1: yeah yeah
0: do you think yours have i will be honest we this is a couple weeks after we recorded that episode and i opened my list and i forgot. The books that I had talked about but looking them over I would still say that, yeah these are books that I genuinely really really love but also I know that it's impossible for either of us to pick top five favorite anything let alone books so I don't know subject to change constantly definitely we can yeah. always update it in a year or so yeah maybe even sooner <laughs> in yeah. a couple months yeah I've read a couple books in the last couple months that I would say since or in the last couple weeks since we recorded that episode that I would say would be an honorable mention or maybe even a contender wow yeah
1: that's good to know I I might be feeling the same way but I'm not sure yet I always need like for me I need at least a month or two to Mm -hmm. really decide how I feel about a book
0: back to back not just be in that kind of um, honeymoon state after finishing I'm
1: always in a honeymoon state even if it's like a three star book I might give it a four and then realize oh yeah it's more of a three because
0: you're still in that world you're still really taking it all in totally yeah
1: so yeah, um, as always, send us a message on Instagram at BookDumb if you have any recommendations. But it would be really, really helpful. Actually, not just helpful. We need you to do it. Yeah. <laughs> Subscribe to this podcast on however you're listening to your podcast, whatever you're using. Um, and it would be really, really, really great if you could actually go on the Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star review and leave a comment of what you liked about it.
0: Uh, Maybe nicely say what you would want more of or less of. Yeah. If you want to let us know books that you want us to cover, maybe movements, just general ideas, let us know. We really want to hear about it. Be nice if there's anything you didn't like. We're open to feedback. We're open to kind criticism Mm
1: -hmm. as
0: long as it is constructive. So let us know. We want to hear from you. And you can also reach us on our private Instagrams if you want to let us know um, things that you think that we should check out based on our reading interests from this episode we just talked about. If you have any questions, concerns, you can reach me August at poop on Instagram.
1: Yeah, and if you ever want to message me to complain about August or like just talk shit on her, oh I'm here for you. That is um, Kendra Lap on Instagram at Kendra Lap. <laughs> all right, thank you all so much for listening. Um, now that you've listened to this,
0: go back to the feed, listen to our first episode. Which is all our, time faves. Yeah, our current all time favorites. Emphasis on current. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye.